actually that's good. That's not bad. That was I'm good, good at the I think voices, it's more man. like. <laughs> no, you got you to pass. You got to pass by. Oh, okay. He did it better. Ooh, it is. It's, it's a higher octave. <clears throat> Give us a go. You just sounded like the freaking um, like the gnome, it. the yeah, gnome yeah. meme. it's visually gorgeous and incredible you know a lot of the stuff in the movie is real Mm -hmm. you know there's real planes and real G's like Tom Cruise (laughs) (laughs) there was one villain that was worse than than Barbosa Blackbeard and Salazar Salazar and it was a female her name is Amber Heard. Amber Heard. <laughs> we live there. It was Pittsburgh. It resonates with our city. We didn't even no, live I, in Pittsburgh. You, <laughs> you guys, I didn't you freaking. I'm not making a point of saying it's like every other city in America. Dude, I can't take it. Welcome back to the Wacky Wonderful Wise Works Podcast, everybody. All you guys, gals, geeks, and goofballs. Hey. We did it. Guys, gals, we're back geeks, and we, goofballs. We made it through the freaking week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're here ha- week after Halloween. Mm-hmm. How was your Halloween? Good. <laughs> this is right it before Halloween. It was crazy, man. Oh, it was so wild. It was so wild. And that thing happened. The sober October. is over now. It's over. Oh yeah, we probably should have used this episode to give a kind of a recap. No, we're doing a we're doing a live on this channel. Give a recap of Sober October. What day? Uh, sometime next week. Sometime next week. Okay. Okay. We'll do a live on the in the studio room, on the on the podcast channel. Well, do a live. For everybody the- knows the studio room is that way now. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's in a different location. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, people underestimate the humor of a well-timed giggle. Huh? You know what I'm saying? I don't know what you mean. So, I've been trying to tell y'all. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like a well-timed giggle. Like. <laughs> I think you've been striving for this. <laughs> you've been waiting to talk about this. You've been I thinking haven't. about it. Just, it. It's just been popped ruminating up. in it your brain. It just popped up. Okay. Look, a well-timed giggle can be a valuable thing, especially in mixed company. Mm. You you plan a well-timed giggle someplace, instantly funny. You got me thinking about the most awkward situations. Yeah. Just where you're talking and you, you, you're telling a joke and mm. people are barely listening and they're barely following you and you, you're, you're about to get to the punchline. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not a nervous laugh. Not a nervous laugh. I'm talking about a well-timed giggle. I've got giggle. something to say. <laughs> no, that's a nervous laugh. When you're an introvert, you're trying to add to the conversation. <laughs> hey. Okay. Example. You start laughing before you start talking. Example of a well-timed laugh. Mm. Look here, fellas. The boy who lived came back to die. <laughs> you really like that one. 
<laughs> I do. I do. Now that's on, uh, leave in the comments if you know what that's from. It is a reel, and there is only one fella out there who's done that. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you know who he is or you've seen it, give us a like on the video. Yeah. Because it, it, it went around for a minute. Now, um, anything interesting happened to you guys? Anything, anything big? Anything um, important? Anything noteworthy? Um... You guys really haven't brought no thoughts to the table. Tonight. I'm so I'm trying. <laughs> um, I'm trying. I'm trying. I, nothing has happened. Nothing. Yeah, we we're not doing anything. It's over October. We're literally just House of the Dragon is over. House of the Dragon is over. Uh, just nothing. What are we gonna do next Sunday? I'm asking you. <laughs> I don't, got any I don't think he's going to be here I'm, next I'm, Sunday. I've, I've, I am giving yeah, up my opportunity to speak because I'm I'm, I'm letting you both fill the space with interesting things. There's, I as far as like normal life goes, nothing's happened. But no, things have happened. What is what is a piece of media that you have just finished? Obviously, we've talked about House of the Dragon mm. a good bit. We talked about Rings of Power. We talked about all these other things, but. You know, like it in the pre-show before we got recording. If you want to be a patron, you can sign up in the link below. What kind of? But we brought up Andor. Like, yeah. what? What are things that are resonating with you that you know might be in niche culture? What? What? What's? What's going on? Nothing. What's filling your brain? I'm reading another. Uh, okay. What you reading? Uh, the guy who did Ready Player One. I'm reading one of his older books. Okay. And what's it called? Uh, Armada. Okay. Sick. And what's it about? Synopsis. Three sentences. Get closer to the mic. Kid who has 80s nostalgia pop story sees a alien spaceship that looks just like a video game that he likes to play. Mm -hmm. An old arcade game. End of sentence. In real life? Yes, like he's sitting in school and he sees a spaceship, a real alien spaceship. Does it land? Out, out of the window and it looks just like a spaceship that is in a video game. Is, is in an arcade And it's called Armada? Yes. Hmm, interesting. All right, I'll take a look. I'll take a look at it. And what's what the author's name? Um, I I want to say Clint something. I, I, I get the guy's name wrong all the time. Mm -hmm. Clint. Glenn. Some Glenn. Glenn. Just Glenn. the guy who did <laughs> Glenn. 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 Just look up the uh, Ready Player One Ready author. Glenn. Okay. I'll look it up. Why are you you're looking all this up? Ready Player Player One author. Ernest Klein. Yeah. Ernest Klein. Ernest Klein. It's got to be Klein, oh, yeah, right? Klein. That, that's, a, that's a long I. That's got to be Klein. That's Klein. That's Nobody Klein. has a last name. Klein. Whose name is... Looks like a, doesn't he kind of look like a mix of Zach Galifianakis and... Man, I love Calvin Klein. <laughs> he does a lot of <laughs> 80s nostalgia <laughs> stories. Shut up. Like AG, what would you call that? Like 80s nostalgia. Yeah. 80s pop culture, 80s yeah. nostalgia stuff. Dude, this guy... He's, he he looks as though he's on something. Yeah. Do we have an opener? Or are we just Ernest this is our opener? Clint. Are you ready for an opener? Yeah. Are you are you even? 
Have you even begun to be ready for an opener? Yeah, we're just. I, I don't know. Do you deserve it? I opener? haven't been reading. I've, I've been writing a bit. Mm. What you been writing? Been writing. And what know. is that? I've been I've been writing lore. Okay. Yeah, lore is. It's one of those it's things. Tedious. It is tedious. I enjoy it because I like thinking about where it's going to pop up in a story. Uh, and oh, the other day I had a brain blast. Mm. You know, like Jimmy Neutron. Mm-hmm. Of of lore, and it was poignant, and it was amazing, and it, the whole thing tied into tied into it. It wraps around because I was curious what to do with this one character. Okay, because I know I'm going to kill him. You know, I know for sure <laughs> from the moment I create. You're too enthusiastic the moment, about this. You're too enthusiastic. I know. Enthusiastic. I'm, I'm enthusiastic because I, I'm. When you're done with this, I'm going to tell you something I've heard about Martin. Keep going. Okay. From the moment I made up Mr. this Martin? character, I knew I was going to kill him. Okay. Right. His job is to die. At, but as I've written and as I've developed his character, <laughs> I really like him. I want to. He's going to be the like. The best character, Cur- the one with yes. the most courageous, the best heart, you know, just good. He's, and you're gonna kill. He's him? so good, and you <laughs> and I have to kill him. We've talked about this before. Um, but I was like, his sacrifice needs to mean something. And what does it mean? How does it affect the world and the al- the stuff I've already established? And uh, and so he's not really dead, mm. right? His sacrifice is true and it means something, but, you know, it's not irrelevant. It's not like when you kill somebody in Marvel and they just come back, right? Making the sacrifice kind of meh. Mm-hmm. It's it, it means something. It sticks around throughout the rest of the series because essentially to everybody he knows he's dead. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, but he adds other stuff to the story afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't get too much away. Right. Yeah, that's where I, that's that's what I've been doing. What's the next book in Martin's Game of Thrones series called? I know it's the last one is A Dream of Spring, Winds of Winter. Winds of Winter. He said he's seventy five percent done. Yeah, of Winds and Winter. Of Just, Winds of only Winter. F- only four more years until <laughs> it comes out. He said he's seventy five percent there. Yeah. So here's to getting closer. <laughs> Look, I, I don't know what George. I, I, I know what George has been doing. He's been writing other stuff, mm-hmm. House of the Dragon stuff, lore stuff, John work, Snow stuff. I don't know if he's w- writing John Snow. He might be. He could be working on that. He's been working on House of the Dragon, and he hasn't been working on Winds of Winter. And it's been he just years. He's, he's been working also much. on uh, what's the game? The video game. Video his video game. Elden Ring? He's also just finished he, Elden Ring. He worked okay. too long ago. Well, he worked on Elden Ring several like years ago. Yeah, but you got to do the press tour. You got to do the or the you got to talk about Elden Ring. It's coming out. Hold on. Do you think he might be strategic genius for this? He's frustrating the crap out of people. But when he does eventually drop this book, out of how much has been built up with all of Game of Thrones out, House of the Dragon out, more stuff coming out. The fan base is now much, 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 much larger mm-hmm. than on his last book release. Do you think he's strategic genius? He's like, when I eventually publish this book, I'm gonna make billions. I don't think he's. I don't <laughs> no. think he's ever gonna finish. Some people a dream think of that. Spring. 
You think he's going to die first? I think we're going to get winds of winter, but I don't think we're going to get a dream of spring. Maybe when he says 75% there, maybe he secretly means like, I have He could seven. be. He could I be working on two. Done. Right? I'm done he with could both be. But his dreams of spring, is that going to be spring? That's the last the one. Last That's thing. the last, supposed to be the last book. And I don't know if he's after ever. After winter? Gonna, after winds of winter. There's supposed to be one Remember, more. I don't know if he's going to get it out. Under the Game of Thrones title, following, you know, Season classic Ed, uh, Jon Snow and yeah. Daenerys and all these characters. That we got a show, we got an, a show ending, but we don't have a book ending, and apparently it's much different. Able to do it now. I I I have faith in um, uh, friggin' Brandon Sanderson. Yeah. I have faith that he's going to finish his book. Just of course, his because in a two-year COVID period, he drops five books. Yeah, and and, he, con- and, and didn't stop working on his main series, Stormlight, mm-hmm. and added to his. Uh, YA series. I mean, it, the wrote his wife he, a story. He said, he said in a recent podcast, uh, somebody asked, "When do you think? How old do you think you're going to be when the Stormlight Archive is done?" He said, "72." Hmm. He said, "That's kind of." He's like, "I've thought about it. I'll probably be around 72 when the last book comes out." Well, he better start exercising. He's a little overweight to That's make it I to think. 72. I said, I, man, I was like, man, he bro, might. you gotta. Got to get in some. I know you're shape. Mormon and you trust the Lord. Yeah, but he's got to. Yeah, he has got to do. He's got to do his part. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, the gym. I, I agree. Yeah, you got to be healthy to release all the books. That's the no other offense, thing. but and set overweight. I I have <laughs> I have no doubts in my mind that Brandon can write all those books <laughs> with his writing ability. The man's got something special as far as how he writes. Okay. But I worry about his health. Yeah, of you course. know, it's the same with George. I worry about Very his health. Very worried about George. Very worried. You know, how old is George already? I don't know, but he's not. He's not young and spry. George already, Martin. <laughs> <laughs> he's not spry. Let me say that. Ain't no spring chicken. Oh. Yeah. Smooth. Real smooth. <laughs> it wasn't. Good it. job. It was clear. Just ruined the end. I didn't ruin, ruin everything. Oh, was that you? why it's monster? <laughs> yeah, ruin anything. just destroy it. All I right? didn't ruin anything. We see all your. Tabs. You're the one who just. We see all your just, history. Everything you, you search for. I, we can look at the whole George podcast. Lucas, we have a. We're watching a George Lucas clip. I can tell. Would you stop giving HBO, away everything? HBO, The Last of Us. Would you why stop? Is Black- <laughs> Would you stop? <laughs> Yo, clear your history. These I need all of these tabs. Close your tabs. I need them all over. You got a this problem with tabs? They're for tonight. I need all Let, of them. Uh, we're we're doing Wait. an intervention. You were complaining that our internet was slow. What it's because you got all these googling? tabs open. We we we. What am I supposed to be googling? We Mar- George Martin. Yes, <laughs> he got distracted. George really really Martin. How do you spell George? George. Oh my lord. <laughs> it's right there, George, George. Lucas. Martin's. Why George Lucas is an indie filmmaker. Just put George Martin in. His age will come up. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> He's 90. That's not him, <laughs> dude. He's, who is this guy? That's uh, George Martin. Right there. Right oh, here. George he Martin. He died at 90 years old. He's 74. 74. And he looked like an old boat George. captain. <laughs> Mr. R.R. R. Martin. I Mr. don't Martin. think... I'm worried we're not going to see these books. We'll get Winds of Winter. We will. 
And then I don't know. <laughs> somebody's going to have to shadow write uh, Dream of Spring. Someone, We're going to have. Well, dude, they better do it good. Well, I think he'll have a lot of it. I think he'll have a lot of it. And he has so That's much such lore. That's a big note. Is he Jewish? <laughs> That. I just think it would be. Look, there's not a little bit of Martin here. There's a lot to him. He's like, he looks just like Feifel's dad, does he not? He looks just like Feifel's dad. <laughs> Feifel! Feifel! <laughs> he, yeah, he rides he rides around like a, wearing that hat, like yes. an old Jewish man, like an old boat captain. He's like from Feifel's New Jersey. Dad. He's from New Jersey. Um,. Let's get to the first topic. Okay. Speaking of George, we're talking about a different George. <laughs> Lucas, apparently. But first I wanna I wanna I wanna pose the question and <laughs> I, I know the answer. Okay. And I wanna see if you guys know it. All right. Well, I'll give my did, best guess. Yeah. At the ev- at the beginning of every single Star Wars, a George Lucas story, we see this. Mm. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far Fart away. Away. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Far, far away. <laughs> Why a long time ago? This is a sci-fi, is it not? This is a. It's usually presented for the future. Yeah. Why? Why a long time ago? And that—that's what I want to talk about. I, I did some research. I found the answer. Why I know it's why. A long time ago. Why do you guys think it's for a long time ago? A galaxy far, far away. Cool. Why a long time ago? Because George likes. Uh, Fantasy. Okay. And fantasy always happens a long time ago. Okay. And he likes the idea of space history. Yeah. Okay. Space story, right? Mm-hmm. It's something that ha- it, that already happened and we are experiencing the story. Yeah. Okay. Which the I, samurais aren't today. The samurais are back mm-hmm. in the day. Yeah. And Jedis are a samurai, the space samurai. So let me tell you the story. During the fourth draft of the Star Wars story, mm-hmm. he read this book, The Use of Enchantment, The Meaning and Importance of Fairy Tales. All right? Mm-hmm. This, okay. he claims, directly inspired and moved characters and story development in an entirely new direction. Okay. It became much more, as you said, than a sci-fi. It a is fairy now tale. A, fairy tale. a fairy tale because he understood what a fairy tale. Who's, a, the, f- who's the fairy tale? A, it's a space opera. It's an opera, but it's it's he understood the, the power and the storytelling ability that a uh, fantasy can give you. So that's why he chose to go with a long time ago because at the beginning of every single story, he wanted the people to remember this is a fantasy. It's not mm-hmm. just a sci-fi. It's not just a future story. It's this is a fantasy. A lot's gonna happen. This is a a space Game of Thrones, if you will. Mm. Well, it's, <laughs> more, it's I I think it's closer to like I don't know space something else. Space, space drama. Space. It's space. It, it, there's always drama, but I don't know. What, it's a fantasy, dude. Yeah, it's an adventure. It's an adventure. Fantasy. It's an adventure. And so he wanted people to remember that. It started with. After we read that book, it, it inspired different ideas for characters, and then that little phrase came into his head, 
a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, and it's stuck. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's a far, far away. He wants to. It let adds. People to, know. It definitely adds to the magic. Yeah. Of the this isn't just. Uh, this isn't just in a galaxy far, far away. This is not just the final frontier. You know. This is. This is. No, I would say this is the final frontier. This is no. a long time ago. The it, it also lends itself well to understanding the technology. Is that because this is a fantasy? Because it's like a fairy tale. We don't have to understand how things work. Mm. We don't have to understand how their engines work. We don't have to understand what all the buttons and switches do. We don't have to fully understand the force. We don't have to understand, especially nowadays, why things are big and blocky in a future universe. It's not a future universe. It's not a highly technological universe. It's a universe with different technology that works differently than ours. What we see is things getting smaller. That's not how Star Wars works. Correct. Can I step still on this but kind of step to uh, I just have a question you know how most writers when they're writing a story they kind of write themselves in as like a character mm-hmm. um, in in a way what character would you say George Lucas is in Star Wars how, what does he see himself as I, I have an answer do you know or no. is this a guess this is a guess and a funny answer to be honest he sees himself as Obi-Wan <laughs> Wait, oh, really? that guy, Obi-Wan. <laughs> no, George okay. sees himself yeah. as either Yoda, Obi-Wan Kenobi, or I, I, don't, I don't think George is the type of storyteller who sees himself as R2-D2. Yeah. The one who, <laughs> he, the one who is observing everything. everything. Okay. Right? He's not that kind of storyteller. That's no. an interesting theory, though. That's that's what I would write myself into as. Yeah. I'm this robot who's observing everything. The story is being t- – follows the robot a lot. Yeah, oh, he's in every single he's one. He's in every one. You know, that's who George should be. But no, he's Obi-Wan Kenobi. He is the space wizard. <laughs> he's Kenobi? <laughs> because – and I and – I, because knowing George, and I've said it before, he's created this world. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then retroactively made it his entire personality. Or he's Yoda, and when he sold the rights to Star Wars to Disney, that's him going to the Dagobah system Ah. and selling his rights (laughs) and then living in the Dagobah system. Because where is he today? He he got a hit. He got a hit on a story in a movie as, as a passion project, as something he loved. Right. And something he wanted to create. Mm -hmm. And then when people wanted more, he had to write more. And he's not a writer. He's not. He he made up all this. Made a film. He's a filmmaker. Yeah. he, he, He made up all this, but he's not really like a writer. He's he had a good idea. And then I think really just leaned into it Mm -hmm. and you can tell by how much stuff he's retroactively changed (laughs) how much he's added in after the fact because he never had a story to begin with well he never had it he never had he never had the lore he didn't build right he didn't build the way a author builds no but he was writing screenplays that's what he was doing but Mm -hmm. it's it's a it's a poignant story and it's really good yes um but he was writing screenplays he wasn't writing a book he wasn't writing a novel and i appreciate it 
So that was the answer that would. It was, was, but there's actually some news I want to I want to tell you guys. Apparently, Disney, the current owners of Lucasfilms, are getting a little upset at Kathleen Kennedy. Oh, huzzah! (laughs) (laughs) Huzzah! Huzzah! All right. If this loads, would you guys slow oh, internet? She made some it's because of all your tabs. Tweets. It's not all my tabs. All right. Disney advises Kathleen Kennedy to stop announcing Star Wars projects. More Lucas. Hold. The Kellogg Executive Education Live Virtual Program. What? We could become executives at Kellogg. Us three. Are you talking about this ad yes. over here? We could become executives <laughs> at Kellogg. I don't want to be. All I'm right. not into the cereal continue, and the continue. breakfast bar. I apologize. I didn't mean to interrupt. Okay. More Lucas film executive uh, personnel changes possible. Okay. So, so they're Disney is upset. Mm-hmm. No, they're not necessarily getting rid of Kathleen Kennedy. But Disney is a little pissed that the Star Wars in charge, the bigwigs over at the Star Wars branch of the Disney company, mm. John Favreau, keep announcing stuff Mm-mm. that they don't execute on. Mm-hmm. They're like, we got three awesome films. Ever since they, they acquired Disney, it was in the plans that they announced publicly. You get a new Star Wars movie every single year. After Skywalker, the last film, hmm, nothing. nothing. Crickets. Just some Mandalorian, just some little things on Disney+. Plus. They're like, here. Yeah, show just stuff. pushing everything. Yeah, it became show. But where's our major motion pictures? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they promised motion pictures. And while Star Wars was going, while the, the sequel trilogy was coming out, there were. There was Han Solo. There was Rogue One. They were releasing yeah. Mandalorian. They had stuff. They were releasing the major films i feel like there was another one that they wrote okay let me read this ever since the rise of skywalker premiered in theaters back in 2019 kathleen kennedy has announced two live action star wars movies on may 4th 2020 the company released an official statement saying that taika watiti would be co-writing and directing a new film set in a galaxy far far away it's been two and a half years and the movie is still not written okay so disney disney's something to do with that it did, but Disney's pissed that the, the Star Wars branch is like, we got movies for you, and then they don't execute on. It's like making a promise you can't Can fulfill. You you know yeah, but they're not even that. They, it doesn't even seem like they're working on them. Uh, they're kind of not. They're putting a lot of stock into shows. They've 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 announced movies coming from Taika Waititi, coming from other people. Who's they, this guy? They announced them, but who knows when they're going? Oh yeah, Lindelof. Okay, so um, da- Damon Lindelof is working on scripts for a Star Wars Wait, movie, Lind- and this is going to be the next Star Wars movie that's apparently Star Wars number 10, right? What is it going to be about? We don't know. Oh. We don't know. I swear if it's about destroying another Death Star, so I wait, am going to be Star Wars my X? stuff. This is going to be Star mm. Wars X, right? We what got, did we get, did we get eight movies? you stop reaching across the table you foolish boy you foolish little boy stop it you were getting on to me tickle him I you were getting like, on to me for tick. almost knocking his water over earlier you knock you over my computer shit. you knock over my water you almost knock my mic off the table in the middle of a podcast when i have thought i'm trying to figure out you is go this, like this is this star stop stop <laughs> 
It's his Star Wars X. Stop! Just, Sons of Guns. I, I just had to tickle, tickle when you do this. Star, you got to tickle, tickle. Is this Star Wars X or is this Star Wars 9? I can't remember the number. Um. Star Wars 7, 8, 9. Yeah, this is Star Wars X. All right. It has to be. That's the new. That's that's the correct number. I hate it. You hate it? I hate it. Um, I don't want to see it. Okay. Uh, I'll only see it if they put Karen Knightley in it. So Ooh, we have it? these no, fools kidding, here. What was it? From left to right, you have people who've destroyed Star Wars. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> From left no, to Ab- right, Abrams saved it. He did what he could to save he it. He tried. He didn't. He, tried. he definitely he didn't, didn't save it. Uh, but the more I read up about J.J. Abrams, the less I like him. <laughs> you think he's 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 he's, uh, he's just a, he's had his dirty little hands in every property. And now his acolytes are getting into every property, and they suck. The people who have worked under he, him he at some, writing. Uh, wait, no, he didn't lost. I, wonder I haven't if, seen the uh, show, but anybody who would give a whole ten season show and then say it was all a dream should never do filming. Wait, who again. did Lost? Abrams. James. J. That J. was Abrams his show. Made Lost, mm-hmm. and you're saying you're okay with Abrams? No. I'm saying I never watched the show, but I said I'm saying if whole ten season season show and then it ended up being a dream, that's the worst. Uh, flubbing any show, Game of Thrones included, after yeah, but he didn't do game <laughs> right. No, but just he's, like I thought, <laughs> he's Jewish. <laughs> Abrams, oh, he is Jewish, and his wife is Catholic. Yeah. He sometimes takes Pretty his sure children she was... to religious services on Jewish holidays. Abrams, see what 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 is Kanye West trying to tell the public? Uh-huh. Anti-Jew. Well, the Jews are he, filling Hollywood. He, uh, yeah, I don't know. You, they, you, you keep we keep finding people who have worked with Bad Robot in everything. Is and that his? It's Bad his, Robot's Bad his Robot. company, and and they aren't good. At writing, they're bad. Everything is uh, no. Uh, there's some good bad mystery, robot mystery box. There's some good bad robot. There's some. It's good. But do it's, bad robot it's films. Few and yeah, far between. No, type, no, type no. of bad robot. The, film. No, we know there's some. There's also a lot that aren't. I'm saying his style. He's got a per- specific style. But the people that have worked for him that have moved on to other stuff copy his style much worse. Point. 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 My point, uh, uh, J.D. Payne and Patrick McKay. Gotcha. Okay. Lord of the Rings. Rings How many people are right. trying to copy Mr. Beast? Uh, I don't everybody understand. Everybody on YouTube. Yeah. Well, like there's, there's no, no, at no. least like I don't four mean copy. guys. I don't mean copy. I mean people that work with and for him do the same thing he does. Yeah. But worse. You know the Viking guy that used to work for Mr. Beast? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? I know. What, what about him? <laughs> he used to work for Mr. B. Yeah, I'm familiar with him. Yeah. What <laughs> we're talking about Abrams though. Yeah. Ned, what was the what's the point of this? I, I feel like we've gone off track. The point of this, yeah, is that there are stirrings inside the Disney company mm. and maybe they're going to give old Kathleen the bait. Maybe get a man in that position. Oh, oh, I did want to say. <laughs> that ain't get a, I did want to say. <laughs> I don't think we'll get any good Star Wars movies uh until they get somebody else. You think she's the sole problem with this? Yeah. You think she, she's sticking her, like, you know, manicured nails? I, I, Fo- Fozzie's the blue uh, the blue Muppet, right? 
Who's the blue? Fozzie Bear? Yeah, that's no, the blue who's the, Okay, who's the, who's the guy with the blue? Gonzo. 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 <laughs> Dang. I don't bro. think she's Gonzo. Gonzo. I don't, I don't know. What is Her she head doing? shaped like a thumb. <laughs> uh, I No, I firmly believe until they get her out of there and get somebody who knows storytelling. Yeah, look at that. Oh, like that. There's her nose. Uh, until they get somebody who knows storytelling. Because, I mean, what has she done for Star Wars? Not much. Just problems. Just and, problems. And she, she brought, you know, Ewan McGregor out on stage to be like, we, we're confirming that Ewan McGregor is playing Kenobi. Come on out. We have Ewan here. I would have preferred that he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, After that movie, I would have preferred he show, did But remember, show. that was freaking, what, six years ago? It took them six years to make that crappy season. Mm-hmm. Ooh, was it was six years? It was, was it a six? long time Yeah, it ago. came out six years ago. They announced that he was playing Obi-Wan a long time ago. Obi-Wan didn't come out six years ago, but they announced that he was. Hey, no, uh, yeah, I'm saying they, it took them that long. Yeah, no. They weren't working on it. It's been a crap show for Star Wars. Which is why they're upset over at Disney, is because mm. they keep announcing stuff to get people hyped. It, well, yeah. And then they don't fulfill Kenobi their promises. Nobi was probably the worst show so far. Nobi? That's a fun I, name. I personally think that Kenobi is worse than She-Hulk. You, mm-hmm. That's a pretty bold because I because there, I sure. had no vested interest in She Hulk, aside from I wanted to see Hulk smash. And <laughs> I'm we actually did, with you on that. Apparently, he did that off you. screen. He did because his son comes he did some in smashing off screen. He off screen. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying, no, uh, I think Obi Wan is with, with you. On it's that. a worse show because you're more invested in these characters. Wasn't wasn't Ice Cube's son mm-hmm. Ice Chunk Ice Chunk is in it? <laughs> Yes, he is in it. Yeah, he's in he's in Kenobi. And he's a nothing character. Everybody's a nothing character. Yeah. Ice junk. Um Mo- moving moving along. Moving on, I but guess. we I, I wanna <laughs> wanna say this. Patreon. Thank you, Cynthia. Cynthia. See Thank you. Thank you, Cynthia. You've been well, you're, with this you're a patron. You both say it like <laughs> I that. Know, I say it more. You're a patron. And <laughs> we love it you. It's only weird when I say it. It's so weird. It's when weird when it. I'm like, oh, Cynthia. Cynthia. And you guys are like, hey. What? what that's my th- sister. <laughs> 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 you guys are going around saying Cynthia. <laughs> Look, thank you for you being a Patreon supporter. We love you. And if you too want to be a Patreon supporter and get a shout out on these episodes, you can go to the link in the podcast description and join the tier that best fits your content needs. It almost sounded like you ran out of breath. And if you want to get it on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Look, we love patrons. What what do we got going on over there? We got watch parties. Watch parties. We got freaking pre-shows. We got exclusive reaction content. And we got early content. Mm. Every single podcast episode is a week early. I want to say this about the watch parties. There's five of them up. That's at the very least, five hours of awesome of, of movie, movie commentary. Did we have five already? Yeah, we got five. Imagine this: you're but sitting each at home. of those is at least an hour and a half. You've got yeah, maybe you've more. got quite a bit of entertainment, right? That you don't even have to watch the movie. Hold on, you I, can just listen. Yeah, I, I need I need people. We need people to know mm. if they don't know how to use a watch party because maybe some people don't. Yeah. So how a watch party works is you go your you go to the living room, you turn the show on that we we watched the movie. the movie, you turn the movie on, and then you play on your phone our our little show, mm-hmm. 
simultaneously with your film. Yeah, we we tell and then you, you listen to us to give commentary while you watch the movie. We tell we you how to you. sync it up and everything. Yeah, we tell you where to uh, go, and we always try to find movies that are readily available on the apps, streaming yeah. services, popular ones mm-hmm. like Netflix, HBO, those such, Disney Plus. Yeah, um, we love you, Cynthia. Thank you for being a Patreon supporter. You're the best. You're the best. Now what? Right. I want to parlay this into some more Star Wars. Oh, more Star Wars. He's been Star watching Wars. way too much Andor. We should cut him off. What are you talking about? You're cut off. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but first, before we do that, I want to present you guys with some Star Wars information after this. Okay. But I think it's important we do this. First, I want to answer the question, how do we define indie films? All right? It's important that we do this because... It's going to lead us into where I'm Well, you've got the definition us. right here. This is from Wiki. And okay. I'm going to say this. First off, before I read this, indie films is controversial as far as how you define it. All right? What? Here, I'll explain it after. Let me de- I'll, here, I'll no, define it. You read this first. No, I want to define it. No, I don't we'll want to. We'll talk about our definitions after. But I don't want that to impede my definition. But I don't want to read gonna, this. It doesn't. It's not going to because it's already controversial. Okay. It's already opinionative. Read it. This is going to taint my opinion about indie films. No, it's not. An independent film, independent movie, indie film, indie movies, is a feature film or short film that is produced outside the major film studio system. In addition to being produced and distributed by independent entertainment companies, or in some cases distributed by major companies, independent films are sometimes distinguishable by their content and style and the way in which the <laughs> filmmaker's personal artistic vision is realized. Usually, but not always, independent films are made with considerably lower budgets than major film studios. That's right. Okay, so that's that's a pretty good definition right off okay. the bat. But there is room for interpretation. Correct? I'd say that's pretty much what I would say an independent film. <laughs> you know, that's what most people say. That's yeah. the hard definition, mm. but it is controversial. Here's what I want to springboard off, and then we can get into the minutia of how what we think about independent films. Right? Okay. First things first. I think Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back, is an indie film, not the first one, which is A New Hope. Why but isn't the, the first one an, an indie Wait, film? Wait, Empire Strikes Back? I have, I have data mm. to show you. Data was in that movie. <laughs> first off, <laughs> Josh was like, quality <laughs> joke. <laughs> Data's right. from Star Trek. Okay, let me refresh this page because I want you to. Oh, there he is. It's George and he's going to be talking about <laughs> he's got the such thing. A here chin. it comes, here it comes. I made this thing and. Here it comes. I'm he's George like General Lucas. Akbar. Maybe that's who he puts himself in. Admiral Ackbar. I really love that. I studied mythology and everything, and I decided I'm going to make a modern myth, and uh, which teaches, again, the basics of what you have in a society, because mythology is there to glue a society together, gives you common uh, ideas about who you are, about what are your society is, what you believe in, what your God is, what your values are, and it's based on the psychological motifs behind myths. I disliked the business of Hollywood intensely. When I had that choice of Star Wars being a success, I said, I'm going to try to make a go for it. And so I invested in the next movie and borrowed money for a bank and everything. I had everything at stake. I did it primarily because I didn't want the studios to tell me what to do. I didn't want them coming and commenting on my work and putting their little ideas in there. And because I needed to make sure I controlled the vision and not have it be diluted by a lot of other people. Okay. All right. So I went up and I confirmed that in IMDb, 
the first Star Wars was the production companies that gave to it was 20th Century Fox, mm -hmm. all right? And Lucasfilms was tacked onto there. But Lucasfilms wasn't super popular except for what was the previous film he made before this? American, American Graffiti. Graffiti. Yeah. So that saw some success, but not Star Wars level. So Lucasfilm had some money, but after A New Hope, it had a good chunk of money. Empire Strikes Back, 100% Lucasfilms, which is what he just told us right there. Lucasfilms is in itself yeah. not funded by a big corporate and and this is kind of this is kind of how I would define it, which I've taken some ideas from other people that I've found specifically like Alex Ferrari and some other creators that um, are on YouTube. I think that a indie film can be through a production company, can be funded through even a bigger size production company, but the production company has to be run by people who are filmmakers, not businessmen. Does that make sense? George Lucas is the founder and creator of Lucas Films. And he funded his own film, and he himself is a filmmaker. That makes this an indie film in my mind. The second one, not I would, the first one. I would disagree. Okay, He's let's hear got it. His own company. I would. I would disagree. Not that the second one is isn't an indie film, but that the first one isn't because it is. I think it is. But it, it got it got the larger studio money from 20th it, Century Fox. It got studio money, but it was yes. mostly funded by 20th Century. Yeah, sure. Specifically, but it's still a. It's still a George Lucas idea. Yeah. It's a George Lucas dream, and it's not a lot of money. $11 million. And it's – yeah, and but they're working with what they had, mm -hmm. right? And they're trying to do something that looks unlike anything that's been done before yeah. and make it feel like not hokey. Correct. You know, they want to make it feel real, and the, the fact that they did that they made people believe in these ships. They made people believe in this world on that budget with George's idea. I think I would consider that more no, an I, indie film. I would lean towards what Joseph's saying. Make, maybe well, the second one is more than the first one because of 20th century. It doesn't matter about his ideas or not that they're George Lucas because we could say that about anything. We could say that about um, something that has someone else's idea and it's not right independent. but but it, it, you could also you could argue that it's just money well okay he it himself is it's said funding yeah he got his money for the first one through the hollywood system and it's what made it a potential success yeah then that disqualifies his second movie as an indie film no because he got his success from Hollywood, but the Hollywood system did not fund the second movie. It funded he the did. it funded the first one, and that's how he funded the second. Yeah. That is so. The second one's second. not. It did does the second one have a similar budget? No, it's a, it's it's quite a bit more. Is and it? It's not an indie film. Yeah, but it it kind of is. The thing is, mm -mm. Star Wars. This one this one took money from a. a a standard because why they threw only 11 million dollars at him i say only because it's not a lot comparative to what we saw like with you know steven spielberg making it around the same time he was getting bigger more more money for something mm -hmm. similar they saw he did american graffiti which was a mild success yeah and they were like all right there might be something to this but i don't we don't really trust this story yet because it seems pretty ambitious so American Graffiti had a little bit smaller budget than this one. We're going to give you just a little bit more and see where you take it. 
But once he got there, he he decided so, he's like, I don't want to work in the Hollywood system. He put his own money on the line. He put his own, he got out, he took out loans and yeah, made the second film, stuff which was Hollywood, uh, which was a gamble. But let's right? let's follow let's follow the the red string, right? Okay, you know what I'm talking about. George yeah. is in the center, or George Star Wars, Star Wars is in the center. George is at the bottom. Yeah, okay. right. He's this foundation. He makes his money from the first movie right and is able to launch himself into making his own movie but not only that the first one which is funded by hollywood studio allows him the uh the street cred the name the ability to sell another one Mm -hmm. even though it is with his money it's not an indie film because he has the name but then I, I counter with what I said earlier, which is what a lot of indie filmmakers believe, is that what kind of makes, unless you're talking about huge financially set in stone companies, which mm-hmm. Lucasfilms was not at this time, they didn't have a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. They had, they probably had a few hundred million. You know what I mean? So you take that and you say who's running the company in this case George Lucas mm-hmm. he is a filmmaker he is using his own company's money to make a film I got a that's question. like us saying Wiseworks is a is Wiseworks you know got investing from Disney for $12,000 we made a movie and we got 50,000 in return then we take that 50 that we earned with the investment, we paid back Disney what they invested initially. Mm. But the now movie, we take our the earnings that we, we create our. But the next movie thing. that we made, let's say you directed it, that we made with twelve thousand dollars. That's yeah. not an indie film. No, it's not because that we're getting money from a big studio company. That's yeah. that is, but it's at that small. point a Disney film. It's small, and you're in co- working in collaboration with, with it Wiseworks. It's in, it's in collaboration. Yeah, but it, I I don't I I don't think that it. I don't know. It's it's. I I think it's messy. I think fifty percent. I don't of the think first it's one, messy. Fifty percent okay, of the first one might be an indie film. I mean, it's like a YouTuber that goes and decides to make a movie. Mm-hmm. They've gotten fame and fortune from YouTube and being on YouTube for years, and then they make a movie, and their fans are going to go watch that movie. Mm-hmm. And, but it's their money because they're taking their YouTube money and making their own film. Is that right. an independent film? I would consider that more of an independent film. Well, it's basically the same concept. I so, would say. look, wh- however you. So earn we're defining. Your... So we're defining an independent film, as as long as you are not affiliated with a big studio. Yeah. yeah, that that is at this point run by more so businessmen than filmmakers. Okay, Lucas Films. I, this is how I define it. I agree mm. with other people that di- that do disagree with each other about how you define an indie film because sometimes you get sometimes you get a crazy big feature film that gets put up on Netflix or put up on HBO and someone's like it's an indie film and it has like four huge stars in it and it's like it feels like an indie film some people define it by the way it's made too right like the style but I think where was I going with that I think that an indie film is defined by who like who controls the money mm-hmm. is it a is it an individual creator is it a company that is you know run by businessmen and that's the executive or is it a company like Lucasfilms where the owner is also the filmmaker or a filmmaker that is more interested in the craft than the business side so my next question would be how much input did 
the studio have in the first Star Wars movie? Probably not a lot. Yeah. I mean, besides that it was their money, it probably wasn't a lot because it wasn't a lot of money. It was, it was uh, here, George Lucas, do whatever you want with this and hopefully we don't lose that $11 million. Then I would say that's closer to an indie film. It's close, but I wouldn't technically call it one. Whereas with this, eight, $18 million estimate, is are solely we, Lucasfilm. Are we mm-hmm. just trying it. to answer the question? Uh, no, we answered the question. Now it, we're we're defining. Yeah, for we're just defining. And we're just going us, through what, the minutia. What makes an indie film an indie film? Um, you know yeah, what I'm I, it's using it's reasonable. I don't know that it's. I don't know that there's a hard fast line. Well, we we don't have to get into the details of this, but like another example of a bigger film that's successful that people consider indie but also some people consider it not is like black swan you know yeah. starring natalie portman and mila yeah. kumis and winona Ryder. well you talked about like how how an indie film looks i would say um whiplash whiplash looks, looks like, like an, an indie, indie film, film. Yeah. some people consider that but it has jk simmons it yeah, has miles some, teller yeah some big names behind it it's got big names doesn't mean it's not independent i'm pretty sure it is independent more independent it can be. Look it up. All right. Yeah, they've they've won. I want to say some film festival awards. Mm. That's why some people, though, even if they like got money from 20th Century Fox, no indie Whiplash. film. Oh, what am I doing? Whiplash. Where is it? Right. The, 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 is it this? Twenty fourteen. J.K. Ah. Miles Teller. J.K. You just clicked the wrong thing <laughs> it says whiplash and there's drums it's back go to whiplash again we talking about this yeah right miles there. teller jk simmons sorry <laughs> all right let me go no, to the no, bottom go, go to the go to the cover go go scroll, scroll why are we up. going to the cover just scroll up right quick all right sundance okay sundance is traditionally an indie film yes festival. yeah all right so let me look to see who invested money into this bad boy. Production companies, Bold Films, Blue House Productions, eh, middle of the road. Yeah, Bloom, Bloom, I've heard Bloom right House. Right of way films, don't know. Click I've on heard it. Bloom House more often. Bloom House is relatively But it's not huge. Around, but yeah, I wouldn't, they're not the major studios. Yeah, these, these people have done a lot of. A lot of indie stuff. Indie stuff. Um. But you're right. If you're talking about what looks like an indie film, mm-hmm. you got this. You got um. I I always I like this film, but it Begin has again. Um, Begin Again. Begin Again feels like an indie film. It's got Keira Knightley in it. It feels like an indie film. Mm-hmm. There are certain movies that just feel that way, and then certain movies that feel like I big mean, blockbuster that, things. I think like Top Gun. Maverick, I don't know, you know if it is an independent film or not, but it does have a small smaller crew because they made it that way. Mm-hmm. They wanted to make the movie a smaller crew. And some smaller. people some people make a like Memento directed by um directed by Christopher Nolan. One of his first Mr. big Mr. Nolan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Memento is an indie film for Chris Nolan. Yeah. I'm curious where he got the money for this film. Let me take a look. Um wait, did it say that the name is based on So check this out. Yeah. Uh, Newmark Capital Group, Team Todd. I remember Productions. Yeah, Todd. There's no big names there. You know Only, what I'm saying? Uh, nine million. Way less than eleven. Nine million. Go, go if back that's not up. an indie film, I don't know what it is. Go back to the top. 
I know what an indie film is. That's not an indie film. Which is uh, based on a short story, Memento Mori. Interesting. Never you know, seen have it. you not seen this? The sh- short story? No, Memento the film. I've I've seen Memento. I've I never seen know. it. What is it about? I no, didn't don't, know. don't spoil it for me. I'll watch it. Okay. I didn't know that it was based on Memento Mori, which means remember death. Watch on HBO oh. Max. It's on HBO Max. Let's watch it right now. <laughs> just stop, just stop um, the podcast. What did we watch over the weekend? We watched uh, House of the Dragon. We no, did. we watched the other thing before House the, on Saturday. Close we, Encounters. The, the alien, Close Encounters yeah. of the Third Kind. And yeah. apparently Mackenzie has never seen E.T. E. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to watch that. We're going to remedy that crap. We got to fix Man, that. Man, I will be there. Ooh. We're going to remedy it this weekend. It's Us three? No. Well, we need to watch yet. it. I've seen it. We need to times. get some Reese's Pieces Ooh. and watch it. Why Reese's? You know you know how we went to... Uh, <laughs> Joshua, why Reese's? <laughs> why Reese's? You, you know how we That's went what's to in the movie. And they had free candy? I remember that, yes. All week, they've been giving us free candy. Like, just giving it to people and i've eaten so much candy this week you shouldn't so be. much candy you got to be careful any reese's pieces um no snickers we've kind of talked about this M&Ms. in the past but i just want to bring it up before we mm. change subjects entirely um 20th century fox na- uh, negotiated a deal with george lucas to write and direct star wars in 1975 they provided the funds for him to be um produced and released after it after completing it in the summer of 1977. For all the subsequent films, Lucas either funded them himself through Lucas Films or borrowed money so to do so. Um, blah 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 blah. Uh, they he used 20th Century for distribution only. And then interesting thing we talked about in the past with merch during the uh, original contract negotiations for Star Wars in 1975. George Lucas made the best business decision of his life. He negotiated the rights to all sequels and merchandising for Star Wars to himself and his company. Yeah, George Lucas is now a billionaire thanks that's, to that's those smart. contracts. Residuals and contracts like that for something like Star Wars? Yeah. That's Very the thing. He, smart. He was seeing ahead. And that's mm-hmm. why, like, at the initial premiere for Star Wars A New Hope, they had all these people in, like, these costumes of Yoda, not Yoda, but, like, you know, people that are gonna they're gonna see in the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, you know Chewbacca and all these people because he knew merchandising for this movie, this this these movies to come is gonna be out of control, and I'm gonna make so much money from this crap. And he's like getting under the wire. He's like, I'll take yeah, you can take a, a big chunk of this money, but give me merchandising. I would like the merchandising rights to all of the Star Wars <laughs> everything. And they're like, and you're yeah. giving us how much for this? They're like, okay, it's like you can take you can take. You can take $30 million from the sales of my film and distribution, and I just want some contracts for merchandising. I just want all the merchandising and rights. It's because <laughs> it's because the stuff he watched as a kid, like Buck Rogers and stuff, it always, there was always toys for that yeah, kind of stuff. The Shield, Correct. Captain America's yeah. Shield. Yeah, there was always stuff like the comics and everything. He knew. Look at him Good thinking. He, he's over there just thinking about the future of his company. <laughs> he's got that little, he got General Akbar's. You know, chin. Maybe that's who he resonates with. Maybe. Um, <laughs> any final thoughts on Star Wars before we pivot? Yeah. Um, first, the original three, some of the best stuff on the planet. Number two, it's Admiral Akbar. Uh, <laughs> Admiral. General. <laughs> General Akbar. Uh, Commander Leia. Uh, Darth yeah. Vape. 
Vapor. <laughs> Darth Jedi Vapor. Master uh, Han Solo. Han Solo. <laughs> I got to say this. Most iconic sound and looking anything in my mind. Lightsaber. Oh. What are them called? Yeah, so iconic. You can't even remember them. <laughs> they are. Give us the sound. TIE Fighters. It's an X-Wing. Okay, how no, do they, that's a TIE Fighter. Sound? An <laughs> X-Wing is the rebel ones that look like an X. Like a what? Like an X. I like can't. an X. <laughs> Star Wars X. No, TIE Fighter. What, yeah. TIE what fighters sound are does it make? That was actually that's good. That's not bad. That was I'm good, good at the I think voices, it's more man. like... <laughs> no, you gotta, you gotta pass. You gotta pass by. Oh, okay. He did it better. Ooh, it is. It's, it's a higher octave. <clears throat> Give us a go. You just sounded like the freaking um I the gnome, it. the yeah, gnome yeah. meme. <laughs> <laughs> But why at the table? He's got the best Yoda. I think mm. so. For sure. I could do a mean Think Yoda. about this. He When 900 years old you reach, look this good, you're a nut. Now, Joshua, I want you to say, in Yoda, I want you to say, before. but I wanted to go into town to get some power converters. But I wanted to go into town to get some power <laughs> converters. <laughs> too old. He's too old to begin the training. And who can do the best uh, before we move on? I want to know who can do the best. 3PO? 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 Where could he be? 3PO! Never before has there been a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Scum and villainy. (laughs) Who could do a good good Chewbacca? He does that. <laughs> yeah. Freaking pretty good stuff. <laughs> That's my R2. <laughs> <laughs> he does that when he falls over. He's going, <laughs> How does he, Where? I wonder what that comes from. I think he has a special speaker for Probably. his uh, screams. Mm-hmm. Um. There's a little bit more juice I got for you tonight. Star Wars juice? Are we going no, off Star Wars train? It's off Star Wars. It's off Star Wars. Does that involve Kanye West? Uh, sadly, no. Oh. Guess what happened? Came from this man right here. Cam is that? Just guess why does he Kirk. look like a Muppet? That's Mr. Kirk Cam. <laughs> Dang Kirk it, Cameron. bro. You calling, calling James Cameron he looks like a Muppet? You said he called him Kirk Cameron. Because you were saying Kirk Cameron. Does he not look like Cameron? I didn't say Kurt. I never said Kurt. Yeah. I said Cameron. Does James not look like the little scientist Muppet? He does. Yeah. He does look like a Muppet in that picture. But that's him working at Weta Digital. Yeah. Or Weta VFX. Mm-hmm. And uh, working on his new film. Which what one, he looks Avatar? like when people call him and he's like, breaks his focus. Mm-hmm. Avatar? He's like, what do you want? The crap you want. Um, so, I wanted to bring up an interesting little <laughs> thing that he said. About Avatar? He threw some shade at... Uh, Marvel and DC. Cool. <laughs> and you Talk know about, about his Marvel love, film. You know I love shade. I can see Zoe, so it's definitely about. Marvel. I can tell you. Well, let me let me let's show this. You got to get a tan. The title right here. Here we go. James Cameron criticizes Marvel and DC characters. They all act like they're in college and really don't have relationships. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. I thought I was going for a comedic, well-timed laugh. A well-timed I don't know. laugh. A well-timed <laughs> giggle. Um. <laughs> 
So this is something that he said recently with an interview, I think, with the New York Times. Mm. When I look at these big, spectacular films, I'm looking at you, Marvel in DC. Probably looks at the camera in that mm. moment. <laughs> I'm looking at you. It doesn't matter how old the characters are. They all act like they're in college. They have relationships, but they really don't. They never hang up their their spurs because they're kids. The thing they really the thing that really grounds us and gives us power, love, and purpose. I'm confused by the way he talks. In they never hang up their spurs because of their kids, or because because they're, they're kids. kids. Yeah, it says because of their kids. Yeah, it's just bad bad grammar in this article. Okay. The thing that really grounds us and gives us power, love, and purpose. Because characters don't have don't experience. Okay, he's. I would say he's yeah. wrong. So what, what do you mean by he's I wrong? I would say he's wrong. They never hang up their spurs because they're kids, right? Because, because they well, act they're like acting like kids. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You characters know. in Marvel and DC, it's his opinion. Well, they're you know, acting like children. Cops are cops for, you know, sometimes 30, 40 years plus. Yeah. They don't hang up their spurs because they're heroes, because they're doing their job, because, you know, they're saving other people. Okay. It actually, it's often that. And I would also disagree. There was Hawkeye did that. Mm-hmm. Hawkeye hung up the spurs because he was kids. Tony wanted to. Tony did want to. And also Captain America did. But it took him a long freaking time. <laughs> but also he he fought. For a few years, he came out of the ice and fought for a few more years. He was in his prime. Tony'd been fighting for a while, uh-huh. you know, by the end of the movies. Mm-hmm. Cap had been fighting for a while, too, and he, when he got the opportunity to hang it up, he did. That was the whole point of, the, of, of Endgame was hanging up these characters. So I would say he, he's saying this from a point of... I don't know, of a, a, a misunderstanding the characters because they do have legitimate, real conversations. I, I Yes, I would disagree with him in saying that that, that I am agreeing with what you're saying, but I know what, what uh, Cameron is saying here. He's equating it to more of, you know, what Avatar is going to be. So it's going to be all about family. Look, well, and, he's on the press tour for The Way of Water right now. And yeah. that's great, but... He's going to stir the pot if he can. I don't think it's... It, it, it's it's, it's kind not of, all about family. It's not in. I don't think it's in good taste to tear something down to build yourself up. It's like oh, Marvel. You know, it just yeah. feels like it just feels it's like all of the article. characters. Wait, but these are things he said. It feels like the characters are, they him directly? are yeah. Uh, you know, they're all college students. They don't hang up their spurs because they're kids, right? In comparison to what. I'm creating. <laughs> you know, that's kind of always what it feels like when this happens. When Martin Scorsese, you mm-hmm. know, insults Marvel. It, it's like, number well, one. He's a real artist. Marvel's, you know, they're not. Uh, Wait, you saying Martin Scorsese well, is a real artist? Yeah, yeah. And no, Marvel is not like a general Marvel? I would, yeah. say it's, <laughs> I would say it's a different kind of art, right? Well, it's definitely different. Yeah. I would say the first... Up until uh, everything in uh, in the end game, uh-huh. right? That is kind of a complete chapter. Yeah, you know, it's a book closed. That's that's a book closed, and that now era it seems like we're opening pamphlets. <laughs> right, and that era will always be remembered. 
true, it will always be remembered. It the will always be The problem is that remembered. era has a few duds sprinkled in there. Right, but everybody's got those. Everyone usually do. Uh, and I just, it, 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 I'm not saying that he's wrong in all aspects of what he's saying. I'm just saying that it feels pretentious. Yeah. A little pretentious. Let's little see pretentious. some I mean, other he stuff. Titanic. He made Titanic. He could be pretentious. Well, yeah, he mm. had two of the highest grossing films yeah. of all time. I mean, it's a good movie, but it's, <laughs> it's not like that good. It's like he came good. out with one. Yeah, I know. I'm... He came out with one, and it's like <laughs> top charts. And then it's like some other films are sneaking up there, and he's like, all right, let me hit him with another. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, oh, wait, Avenger Endgame is beating my movie? It's not that great of a movie. These characters are all (laughs) (laughs) wait until the way of water comes out. All right. So uh, this is some some other pretentious stuff he had to say. I'm not now. Granted, pretentious is Wyatt's words. It is my words. I agree with James. I'm on. I'm a James apologist. Yeah. If he if he wants to if he wants to throw shade, give me a handful of that shade. You know what I'm saying? I'll toss with him. You need to get out of the shade. (laughs) No, you get tan. I'm good right where I am, right here with James. James, if you want to hire me for marketing, I could work with you. He's got better people. (laughs) Yeah. No, I could do a good job marketing. Probably. I can make your I can make your YouTube channel thumbnails. You can do that, yeah. The Way of Water in large water tanks, and he blah, blah, is filmed in large water tanks, and uh, his cast had to train to hold their breaths for minutes on end so that Cameron could film longer takes underwater. When asked what what's gained from shooting in actual water, he opposed he water has opposed to more CGI approach taken in films like Aquaman and Disney upcoming little mermaid cameron answered oh i don't know maybe that it looks good i agree with this so he, he's he's being, allowed okay, so he's, he's allowed sarcastic. to be pretentious here he's like oh i don't know maybe that it, it looks does good. it looks better it so he seriously does he got he well, got a little sass i mean here. think about the think about the scenes underwater in harry potter they filmed a lot of scenes in harry potter when they swim down yeah, to yeah. do the contest they film a lot of that underwater and it looks better for it it he, feels better for it. Cameron said, come on. You want it to look like people are underwater, so they need to be underwater. Yeah, I agree. So you, you've mentioned this plenty of times. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, agree with that. The only, the once and only time we started talking about the Little Mermaid teaser that came out, you're like, <laughs> the shadows are off. Yeah, but I you only have one She don't look like she's underwater. For that. Mm. We breathe air, but fish breathe water. So, no, they don't. Well, they breathe in water. So... <laughs> They breathe in water. Technically, they breathe oxygen that their gills catch. Yeah, from but the bubbles in the water. We breathe air, and they live in water. So, what technically is sick? Water is made of oxygen. I made a joke, and you, <laughs> you just totally destroyed <laughs> Sorry, my joke. He got all sciencey. Get back on that. Go ahead. What were what you saying? <laughs> Go ahead. Fish Carvel. live in water. We live in live in air. So technically, you're right. What what's water here? Fire, water, air, and earth. Oh, the, the Avatar. Uh, Holy crap. He knew what he was doing. <sighs> Do you think the next one's going to be like in a volcano land? I is he hitting not. all the elements? All the elements. Because <laughs> the first one Av- was definitely air with all that dragon Wait riding. a minute. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. The first one's air. This one's going to be water. <laughs> next one is going to be volcanic for fire. The last no. one is going to be earth. No, you're wrong. That's not how the Avatar cycle works. It goes air, water, earth. Fire. fire. So they're going underground next. Sick. <laughs> and then volcanoes. And the volcanoes. 
They just, they're migrating. You're not, you're not wrong. I quickly, equi- I quickly equated it to the Avatar cycle. Sick, bro. Air, he was doing. Water. <laughs> this is, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing, man. Um, no, I see. I I agree with this stuff. I don't agree with like, um, oh, the 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 superheroes act like they they don't have real interactions. These these movies that are about superheroes and you know the you know aliens and mm-hmm. gods, you know their their interactions between people doesn't feel grown up. It doesn't <laughs> feel like it's grounded yeah. in reality. Well, he I think that, I think the the. The point he's trying to make is that they're not making real decisions that characters you can relate to would make. They do, actually, in the movies. They do. They do. They ad- he's adolescent, Marvel. Adolescence. In, in Marvel. Adolescent choices that you can relate to maybe when you were a kid. No. they. Have you not been watching the movies? No. These characters make legitimate, hard I'm not, decisions. I'm not trying to... I'm not trying to you're just back siding, him up. I'm you're, trying no, to you're clarify siding with what James he's Cameron. I always You're will. just siding with James Cameron because you don't care for Marvel. It is it is tainting your look on what in Marvel is good storytelling. Look, James I, you're Cameron seeing knows how to more make of a the dollar. bad than you're seeing of the good. James Cameron knows how to make a dollar. He also Every made a tree hugger a movie. He did. I don't care. I don't care. It was awesome. He, he, I mean, he's talking about these conversations and everything. When the first movie, if we're being truly honest, is something that's been made before. He just made it in CG. Yeah. It was the, cool. the the look. Dances of, of Wolves. Everybody. Sorry, Dances of Wolves did it. Dances with Wolves did it. The Last Samurai Dances did it. Wolves he did a movie. He made a Dancing movie that had, had already been too. made. Dancing with Wolves had a better ending too. When he stands up on the yeah. the the what was it the like the rock, the rock. and yeah, then he's kinda, calling out. It's, yeah, it's it a, better, a better better stuff. It's a better movie. No. Okay, 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 okay. I've only seen that movie once. Doesn't the Indian that denies him? He said he's no, he's not. Is he an then, Indian or is he a native? And then Native American. Native American. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's just rolling out here with hate speech. An Indian. No, nah, you can call him an Indian. And then and uh, he accepts him as his brother or something. Yeah. Yeah, he that's said, a beautiful scene. He's a you that's know, a beautiful I'll never scene. accept him in our tribe. And then he calls him a friend and a brother at the end. Yes, Aww. it's beautiful. beautiful. Have you never seen Dances with Wolves? It's so no. long. It's such a long movie. It's <laughs> Josh, so long. It's, but, instead of saying it's so good, Joshua goes, "It's so freaking long." But it's good. It's <laughs> and, a, but you have seen the last. It's got camera. a good ending. Yeah, plenty yeah. of times. Same concept. Same concept. All right. It's the exact same concept. Same. What do you all think of what James Cameron had to say about Marvel and DC? Uh, maybe, maybe it's valid with DC. Yeah, but Marvel. It's more valid with DC because they Star have no Wars idea what they're doing. Monsters. Oh, monsters next. Monsters next. These better not be Star Wars monsters. <laughs> I already know what it is. It's the abominable snowman. Yeah. Go. Go to the side. I'm not sure Wrong. how good. It's a Wampa from Star Wars. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yo, you picked the Ghost in the Darkness? Yes. <laughs> the lions from the Ghost in <laughs> yeah, the Darkness. Yeah, they have no chance against it. That's that's the Ghost in the Darkness. The lions are what, the ghosts? That's what they're called. The Ghost and the Darkness. That's what they're called. The lions. They have no oh, chance shit. against this, though. <laughs> I'm I'm already saying they're, they're Wait, hold on. I haven't seen the Ghost in the Darkness. Hold on. <laughs> These are ambush predators, much like a wampa, <laughs> who are working in their environment. Correct. Again, like a wampa, and eating humans. Again, like a wampa. Wampa solo. Wampa solo, and it's big. It's you know at least you know what eight feet, nine feet tall. Yeah. Yeah. No, this thing's huge. This thing's huge. These 
these are four-legged. If we're working on terrain, I think we kind of have to take both of these out of their... Yeah, not these can wouldn't survive in what? Okay, I got it. I got but it. No. he wouldn't survive in this environment either. <clears throat> Volcano. Yeah. No. Well, no we he, were, he would survive in the jungle. He wouldn't survive no, he in the wouldn't. desert. He wouldn't survive where in the are jungle. The, where are these guys fighting? Let's say a white canvas. Okay, white canvas. With a flat terrain. That kind of sounds like the Sahara, dude. No, it's it's a <laughs> imagine like a, a, a grid, flat terrain, a grid, just a flat grid. So a horizon, they're, they're if you in will. the they're in a grid. Okay, right. If you pit these two they're lions against him, they're both ambush predators. Yeah, yeah. So we're taking ambush out of. But I already said we can only count for one. It's not both. No, it's the ghost and the darkness. Yes, they but go together. They're like brothers they and sisters. Okay, that's They're fine. Brothers. I'll say both. That's better lines. for me. I, I, I. So first if he, off, if he hits one of them, it's gone. I think it it could it could kill it. Well, check out the claws on this guy. But they have claws. That if they grab, if they if they take his legs out from under him, and one gets his neck, I gotta say this. Think about this. A bear, because mm. he he's roughly a bear standing yeah. polar bear. Okay, yeah, yeah. we've seen bears do crazy things. One swipe, <laughs> your head's coming off. Mm. In some circumstance, they get a good swipe on you. I don't know if your whole head's coming off, but you'd probably die. Yeah. But you see one of these jump onto the back. They grab onto the grab neck, the, the neck, and suffocate and crush and bleed you out. And they hold on. That's that's the good thing. So the the question is one against abominable, one against the wampa, two against the definitely no. done, definitely one wampa. against the lion is done. Two against, I think it's a more even match. Yeah, because one's gonna have to grab it. Well, I think one of these is gonna have to sacrifice himself to technically kill, to kill the wampa. So technically, I I actually read this in preparation for this. Um, these are not the same kind of lions as the ones in the movie, which mm-hmm. we are doing monsters from films. Technically, these are not the mo- the lions I'm combating because the lions they use in the films are a less aggressive yeah, they lion. Are. But these are a more aggressive. The story lion. is what I was. But it, it doesn't matter how you know big they are; they're dangerous. Yeah, this is a this is a large cat this yeah. is very cats very are strong. very very cr- intense fighters i think both of these together have a combined strength of whatever that thing has that's essentially a, a polar bear which doesn't have very many predators mm. all right yeah mm. this is they i think the, these are both pretty much apex predators i i'm gonna give it to the wampa because you got to think about the hide the wampa has as well. I like the wampa. The hide is strong. Now, how do you know he's strong? We never saw it. a lightsaber cut right through that thing. <laughs> a lightsaber cuts through lightsaber those things. Cuts through everything. <laughs> but it, it, we only saw it against a lightsaber. Well, we didn't how do see we it know against how anything. Strong it is. The lightsaber's cut through metal as well. Look at yeah. how big that bone is he's holding. Think yeah. about the size of something he had to rip off to get that much meat. I mean, he's killing taun- he's killing tauntauns. Tauntauns are like in the, a uh, in a single swipe. Yeah, and they're like the the horse kangaroo hybrid mm. of the uh, snowy lands. Well, uh, I'm giving it to Wampa. I think uh, I think I'm they're a, not big enough. I'm a bigger fan personally of the Ghost in the Darkness. Yeah. What do you think? I pick Ghost in the Darkness, but I don't think that they would win. 
if you don't think they would win, then I'm going to give it to the Wampa. We're giving it to the Wampa. Yeah, I don't think they would win. To be fair. Together, yes, they would win, but I don't think it's fair to say two against one. Together, they technically do not win. I think together it's closer to a tie. Jump two giant lions jumping on you at once. Jumping not on me, on a freaking polar bear that can has okay. the agility of a large man even, even if even if he goes for one and starts clawing at one and gets one off the other one had always already sunk its yeah. teeth into its neck i'm telling you it's got hide that's harder than it does like it, an elephant it, it does have no a, it has puffy puffy it does hair. have very thick fur i would imagine Okay, thick yeah, fur. That's thick layer number fur. one. Thick hide. That's layer number two. I'd say these. It gets, teeth are probably like this. Think about thick. the scarring that's underneath that fur, because he has to fight things constantly. I think. Scarring I think his is hide. I'm would, already going with him because I said it. Just saying, with both of these guys, it still doesn't beat. No, I think Mr. Wampus. Close. No, I'm giving it to the Wampa, but I'm right. saying that's not true. Wampa wins. Fatality. <laughs> You now, guys get uh, that? You get that reference? Yeah, isn't it uh, from... Um, it's okay if you don't. Is Wait, it from... What is no, it it's all right. Oh, it's, he said fatality. What is it from? Madden? Yep. Sick. <laughs> it's not <laughs> Madden, you weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> Look, all right. Uh, combat. Remember, on the Patreon, we have a brand new... Uh, <laughs> no, don't, don't. Well, I guess. Let's show Monday. it to them, dude. By Monday. Oh, yeah. I'll show them the exclusive. You'll have it out. This is just one of the exclusive art I'm not working on it until Monday because I'm not going to be here until Monday. All right. But by the time public people that aren't already patrons it'll see this, uh, it'll be out. Um, check out the commentary that we have watching and reviewing and live commentating on the gremlins over on our patreon just sign up four dollars a month that's all you need and you have access to all of our previous ones and all future ones this is artwork done by wyatt look at it appreciate it i always have a lot of fun with these fall in love my hair isn't like that anymore yeah Um, i'm not gonna change it again (laughs) i've changed your hair more times than anybody else Thank you, Wyatt, for making this artwork, and thank you, Joshua, for uh, producing the the live the live uh, watch parties. Um, and don't forget one last thing we have on Friday night midnight special that comes out every single week. So stay tuned for that. Kick off your weekend with your boys. All right, we love you. Thank you for sticking around. And uh, you're not kicking your weekend off with the boys. You're kicking. Yeah, you kick your weekend off with us boys. Oh, on the Midnight Special. On the Midnight Special. special. I think you're saying that you said the live. Check out the live. You stop listening to me sometimes. No, I swear you said the live. And you think I say things, but I say everything correct. The live is on Monday. We got it. The Midnight Special is on Friday. We got it. We got it. Yeah? Chill. Daddy. Daddy, chill. (laughs) (laughs) What the heck is even that? (laughs) It's clear. We got it.